0: Welcome to Off The Bench Summer Edition. All the big news and views from sport. Can't wait for your canter? You don't have to. In stock now. See your Fuso dealer today.
2: I know this is your favourite time of the week because you love the intro. I
3: do. It's one of my favourite intros for all our (laughs) shows throughout the week. I really do. I love it. As intros go,
2: it's a beauty. Hello and welcome to Off The Bench. It's our summer edition. Uh, It's where we... Pick, cherry pick the best bits from Sports Day this week. Scotty Sattler and Jason Matthews are here for you. Um, mate, it's been a
3: good week. It's been a great week. You know what, it's interesting. There's been a lot of movement in the rugby league world uh, with with just not movement from players, but just news. And we're going to talk about a little bit about that with with Dave Fafita and the clause in his contract, which has just been sort of, it's just basically been... Unveiled, hasn't it? Yeah, since it's, since it's been registered, the contract.
2: Well, you're right. There's been movement How does that clause get out? Uh, talk- I'm, not sure.
3: yeah. I'm not sure. Someone, Someone knows something. So it's either manager or is it... Uh, wouldn't be the NRL. No. Wouldn't be the club. Yeah, so uh, a fair bit of rugby league. Of course, the World Cup has been outstanding and yep. now we're into the we're into those final stages so yeah plenty a fair bit going on well titan ceo uh
2: steve mitchell uh will be on to explain the whole david Feeder. i will say something. he doesn't say a lot in fact i we have to keep going back asking questions again to try and get an answer i'd say i'd rob a bank him. with him oh yeah yeah
3: i'd rob a bank with him
2: and he is the best dressed ceo in the game best still, fighter
3: too. best is he? fighting ceo you claim this yeah he, yeah. Have you seen him? Yeah, a few guys that I um that I train with, they used to do a lot of boxing with, and they said he holds them up okay.
2: You're ruining his reputation here, mm. you know this. Uh Bear Glib like uh, Blair Gibson. <laughs> Blair Gibson. Did you say Big Glib? No, I don't know what I said. <laughs> it's Friday. I'm buggered. Uh from the Two Flogs podcast will join us. They have got a, a massive boxing match coming up in April, and we'll learn a little bit more about his podcast. Three best uh three burning questions, uh best signings of twenty twenty three. Yep. Should state of origin be player uh, be played in neutral venues? Uh, we'll talk about that. And resting fit players. And
3: I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of resting fit players, especially if they're playing well. But anyway. Well,
2: there better. was a player this week who wasn't happy about it. Yeah. And he came out and said so. Mm. Well, in a kind of way. Uh, we'll talk about the, uh, the NRL draw, the Broncos being looked after. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brisbane fans. But you are certainly being looked it after. Is,
3: it is what it is. Do you know what it is? Rugby league players, when you go away and play away from home mm. and you have to go stay in accommodation, yep. players actually love it. They love getting away as a team, being together, as opposed to sitting at home, talking to the misso. You can't say that. <laughs> Can I? Kids
2: crawling all <laughs> over you. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, plus the te- top 10 moments in the NRL from the 2023 season. We'll look at that as well. It's time now. For our dig segment, thanks to Sherlock Wilbarras, uh, view the range at sherlocklastlonger.com.au. Anything you want to have a dig at?
3: Uh, I'm going to have a dig at the curators for the India versus about New Zealand that. game. I was I mean, about to say that. So I want to know, it's not, it's not controlled by the Indian curators. They're officially under the, the governing body, but yet...
2: ICC are in charge. Yeah, of the had the
3: ability to take the whatever green was on the wicket, make yep. it as flat as humanly possible, and it was prepared perfectly for the host nation. Now, if you're hosting a series, yep. not a World Cup, but just a series. Well, we saw that against Australia. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, go for your life. Yeah. But when it's a neutral. World Cup, I'm having a dig at that.
2: Well, are you suggesting that uh, India control the ICC? Because that would be very unfair, (laughs) wouldn't it? (laughs) I don't think that... I mean, they've got separate post office box numbers, haven't Mm. they? Yeah, incredible. From the job site to your backyard, lighten the load with Sherlock, available at Bunnings Warehouse. Rightio, let's get stuck into the show this week. We kick it off with Titan CEO Steve Mitchell. An article came through, I think from Fox or Channel 9 over the weekend, and I sent it to you, and I said, hang on a sec, this can't be true. They've already locked this bloke in, given him an extension. Of course, I'm talking about David Fafida at the Titans. Mm -hmm. He said to me, no, he's got a clause in his contract. And I've gone, really? I mean, we talked about it earlier, but I thought, let's get the man on himself, the CEO of the Titans, to find out whether Dave Fafida is a good chance. If they threw
3: all 17 CEOs, and he hates me saying this, if they threw all 17 CEOs into an octagon, Mm. this guy walks out last. Uh, well, Arm raised
2: uh, as a as a good fighter. Well, yeah.
3: we, we've already I
2: think we proclaimed him as the best dressed CEO. Yeah, uh, in the business. Uh, at... I like him because
3: he tucks his shirts in.
2: <laughs> I like it because he wears pants, which is <laughs> which is unusual for CEOs. Let's be honest, Steve Mitchell, CEO of the Titans, uh, joining us, mate. Before we get into the David Fafida thing, welcome back from your holidays. But how's it going with Desi? I went to the Titans for a meeting while you were away. And, uh, mate, he's, he's, he's moved the furniture around, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, he's been he's been exceptional. And uh, uh, thanks for the rap, Such. um <laughs> Personally, the only reason I'd get out last is because I'd find a place to hide. Yeah. And uh, i tuck my shirt in because my mother told me to do so when I was a kid. Um, and I should look a little bit more disheveled if I was really good. But you've got to look smart and look like you know what you're exactly. doing. So um, I do my best. <laughs> uh, Desi's been sensational. Yeah, he's uh, up and about. Um, just... Yeah, wonderful to watch the tempo, the work tempo. Uh, and um, you know, the boys are doing long long days. They were back last week and the second group's back today. Uh, coaching staff are engaged. Um, Des is meticulously organized, um, great detail, everyone's learning, um and yeah, it's uh, it's just it's been it's been fantastic. Very, you know, excellent, very very smart man, obviously very respectful as well. So um, it's just, you know, wonderful. He's also, as we all know, opening a, 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 an events business with his new dojo. He goes weddings, um, <laughs> he's catering, funerals, you know, barbecues, whatever. And he said he's going to, to cut any any other competing venue on the Gold Coast. So I thought the guy that owns the club up the road was going to shut the media conference down when he said it. But um, true to form, Dez is looking for a free, free game of golf in order to, for that plug. So you know, <laughs> it's been great. It's been really good.
3: Now, Steve, um, when you're meeting with head coaches at an operational level you, you see a different person when you talk about strategy and and planning but when coaches become face-to-face with their players especially when they're new to a club they become different beasts so what's stood out with you when you've noticed him from the very first interaction that he's had with the players
1: um he's he's he's, he's not forward he's not backwards and coming forward uh, but that's all about genuine challenge and uh, you know, driving them. Getting them to be, getting them on, getting them, getting them engaged, and then try, you know, bringing bringing as much out as he possibly can. He's also quite, um, we're just observing him. He's he's um, he's very skillful at um, really stressing you that at the back end, that giving you um, a, you know a little bit of an acknowledgement in regard to the, the quality of the work or the effort, and um, it's it's just one on one, really good people management, but with high expectations. Um, and really, you know, really go on. you're far more capable than that. This is where you're going to be. And if you start to look like you're heading that direction, you get a little bit of positive feedback, um, which is, you know, brilliant people management. So he's been, um, it's great to watch. It's, a, it's very early, obviously, look, guys. But um, in the first instance, you can see, you can see why he's been successful over so many, you know, in the five premierships. And you can see the bond that he's built with um, people that really, really have a crack. So, um you know, I'm, I'm just lucky enough to just you know be a, a professional passenger and sit beside watch it, watching unfold. So it's been um, it's been good to date, and um, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to the next 16 weeks, and then obviously round one.
3: Now, of course, you would have spoken to Kieran Foran about when you you're talking as um, as management to see whether okay. you'd go after Des, and you would have got Kieran's feedback, and that would have no no doubt would have been positive. Now that you've seen them together and they've had so much success, can you see a, a pretty special bond between the two of them?
1: kieran has been away, um, obviously on on the international work and he's, of course, still, yeah. he's still um he hasn't returned, mate, so I haven't we haven't seen him yet. There's been working with the kids, so um I haven't seen that relationship in materially, um, at this point. So half me to comment on that. but I'm you know, I'm, I'm sure they're both winners and they're both um they're both extraordinary, um, in the way they you know, they they take their work and um and they're driven. So, um and um, I think there's a high level of mutual respect between the two of them. So um, I um, I haven't seen that yet. So that's what I'm looking forward to watching what that relationship's like. Yeah, I am so also it's, also it's so highly compelling. Yeah. We,
3: we've read over the last few days this contract talk around Dave feeder He re-signed for for three more years, which is great because he had a, a fantastic 2023, didn't he? And so in August he re-signs. We <coughs> learned that there's a, a clause up to round 10 of 2024. So. In layman's terms, how, can you just lay it out for the listeners what that looks like?
1: There's a bit of this. I can't actually talk to it, obviously. We don't talk recruitment and retention. Yep. Or, or talk contracts specifically with players because it's, you know, it's a commercial and incompetence piece. But there's a, you know there's quite a bit of disinformation in the public domain at the moment. But that's it's a, it's a subject that we don't talk to on any of our players yep. um, just because it's it's uh, it's something that's, um, you know, um, in confidence in an employee and, you know, employee-employer sort of uh, relationship. So it's hard to talk to. Dave's back. He's keen. He's he's excited to be working with with Des. Um, and the big fella's, you know, obviously only in second row of the year, finished the back end of the year really well. Had a, you know, had was fantastic in the front end of the year right through to Origin. Uh, he's excited about the, the change and where things are at. But hard for me to speak to contracts, if that if that makes sense
2: are you confident that he'll be a titan in 2025
1: um i think dave um i think dave loves the environment um he's um he loves the resources that we've got He he enjoys the club he think he, he believes in our uh purpose and where we're going the opportunity and he's got a great relationship with the player group and the coaching staff that we're here the coaching staff that are here uh, are up and away and working with him. Um, if, Dave's, uh, if Dave's, if Dave's, if David plays himself the way he did this year, I'm, uh, and, and I'm confident he is, he's up and he's excited. Um, he'll have a breakout year for us. Yeah, I'm confident he's here with us.
2: Um, with regards to Desi coming to the club, are you finding um, you're getting more interest from from sponsors? I know you have got a new uh, major sponsor. I think it's the Lottery Office, isn't it for for 2024? Mm. Are you seeing more? More interest from corporates now that Desi's at the club,
1: Steve. Yeah, it's a great question, and it's something that I didn't have on the radar. When you know we we Desi's about bringing our on-field performance up, you know, getting to where we need to be. But because of his brand and the interest in in, um, in Desi and the interest in in this story, you know, you've got the. You've got a, an organisation that's looking for success. It's been up and down over you know a period of seventeen years, in and out, and, and, and predominantly have, have fallen short. And, and we, you know, bring a arguably one of the most senior coaches in the game in the last two decades, undoubtedly. Um, uh, but what it, what I've seen is that the interest out of Sydney is quite extraordinary. Like the, the, the we you know we did the the Lottery Office of um, join us as their principal sponsor. A fantastic group of people. We've, we've been working along with that for some time. Uh, um, Des's uh, election didn't play a big part in that, but uh, in regard to influencing um, the conversation, because that was about actually driving outcomes for the business. But on the day when we did launch and Des's there. We've got double the amount of um, new, uh, media agencies there because of the interest in Des, mm-hmm. and I think uh, because of his success, his reputation, the personality, it's put a lot of um, it's put a lot of media interest on the organisation out of a, out of Sydney, which is um, a little bit different. We'll always get good. We'll get great coverage out of Queensland, um, obviously, uh, but the Sydney media are really interested in this story. So, and that in turn gives us eyeballs, and that in turn helps us, you know, talk to our commercial partners about the audience growth that we've got currently going and people being engaged in this journey. So, you know, in a lot, in a roundabout way, um, definitely it's, uh, and I think it's only just started. I think next year, um, if we deliver on what we hope the promise is and we're and we're competing well and we're and we're as um probably as rigorous as I think dares can get this squad. Um that story will only grow. So yeah, it's been it's been really good.
3: Now before we let you go, Steve, uh, the draw was, was released for twenty twenty four. Now as a playing group you don't really care too much, but you got the draw in round sorry, the buy in round two. I, I don't know how ideal that is or you just have to deal with it, but do you look at it more from a commercial point of view of the home games that you got, and what sort of attendances you could possibly get?
1: Yeah, I think we, you need to look at it into, don't you? So you've got to look at it from a um, from a footy point of view, short turnarounds, and you know what you've got to deal with is you plan your season. Um, and 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 that and the, and the draws it stands is, is not too bad in that sense. Um, it is unusual to have a buy that early in the year, no doubt, um, and it's a bit strange, but. Uh, it is what it is, and you deal with it, to your point. Um, we've got some really, really strong sides coming up, though, which will mean that, you know, the, with St. George landing in round one, that's that afternoon game on that game. Isaac Liu hits his 250th, AJ hits his 100th, and Brian Kelly hits his 100th with the club. So he's planning to celebrate and launch, um, you know, as Des Tates is brought out, in, you know, on our first home game. And then we've got five home games within the first 10 rounds. That means... From a local support point of view, we're putting plenty of content in the market we, and, um, and and we'll be able to build on that. This year our crowds were the highest they've been since 2010. We'd like to build on that next year. Uh, and then we've got some big brands coming up. The, the, you know, Rabbitohs are coming. Obviously all the local Barbies are on again. St. George's is a foundation club. Uh, the Warriors are over. You know, The Warriors are insane with that, that guy. So if we can take some of the momentum that was built this year with Dez on the back of that and roll in uh, we'll be in really good shape from a Commercial point of view, uh, but the footy, the, uh, the, from a footy point of view, the f- managing the squad around the travel and the turnaround is pretty good as well. So we're we're happy with the draw. It's it's um it's not going to be it, there's nothing um, you know super challenging in there. Desi
3: quoted <laughs> Desi quoted Ted Lasso last week. Does that mean you'll officially be part of the Diamond Dogs? Oh God! If you haven't seen it, listeners, you have <laughs> a very famous group of coaches. And...
1: Oh. That's right. Yeah, but the CEO I think oh, that, I middle Yeah. Mm. No, no, but I I reckon on that on that Ops bloke in the suit, the, the middle-aged English bloke with yep. the glasses. Yeah. I, I think that's my that's my match and that, that puts me in the team. We we'll, yep. we'll see. Yeah. Um uh who knows that is that is that's something Dez could launch. We'll yeah. we'll see what happens between now and November. I mm.
2: uh, just I'm I'm going to try and mm. get a straight answer out of you about David Fafita before we go. Uh do you expect this to be <laughs> sorted out soon? And I know there's only so much you can talk about, but do you expect his future from 2025 onwards, do you expect that to be sorted soon? Uh, yeah. I'll take that. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> That's great. Don't, don't go into it in too much detail. Mm. <laughs> All right. All right. That'll do. We got, we got something, Saks. Nice question. We got St. Steve, uh, Steve Mitchell, CEO of uh, the Gold Coast Titans, mate. Uh, have a good Christmas. If we don't speak to you beforehand, actually, is it too early to say Merry Christmas to yeah, people? Yeah, too early. All right, bugger that. Yep. Uh, we'll catch you next time.
1: Good on you, man. Nice talking to you.
0: This is Off the Bench Summer Edition. We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench Summer Edition. Uh,
2: three burning questions uh, for Toolkit Depot. Tools, equipment, safety gear and work wear. Uh, BJ, the work experience kid, was going to ask the questions. But look, who's just weaseled his way into the studio? Well, you know, and sat down. say
3: in media? That's you Never right. take
2: a holiday. Take a holiday. Unless you're Matt Rogers, You always got a job. When yeah, you're on holidays, yeah. But yeah.
0: what are you doing in here? Oh, I just thought I'd contribute to the three burning questions. But uh, BJ can still ask the question. Oh, so he's asking
2: you the question?
0: Us three. Why
2: ask you?
3: I don't know. I just, yeah. I Sats,
2: that. I don't want your opinion <laughs> want Daddy's, all right? All right, let's go. What is the first question?
3: Uh, oh, so he's still asking the
2: question. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. going to be the expert who answers oh, now. Oh, okay. Roddy, eh? Go. We ready to go? Are, you yeah. as, are you as confused by this as? Yeah. 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 I thought you just didn't hear to show us your crap shirt. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Why <laughs> are you so happy today? You did
3: get lucky I just, last no, night, No, just No, w- I
2: woke up on the right side of the bed, Jase. Yeah, by that you mean? Mm.
3: No, so I don't mean. Miso. I don't mean anything. I've put a poller. I'll up. tell you what. I'll tell you what. Mm. what? My miso made. My miso. Some really good sausage rolls. <laughs> what? What? Oh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did she? Yeah, and I was excited about my lunch today. Did yeah. they have like fennel
3: in them and stuff
2: like that? <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, they would have had, Spanish onions. Yeah.
3: They were almost vegan. They had egg in Oh, that's not Daddy like loves sausage, sausage roll. Oh, I right. love a sausage <laughs> roll. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. What's question number one, BJ? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> Cohen, can you
0: behave yourself, please? Yeah, right. On. Thanks, All man. right,
2: can you two stop doing gear? Just oh. get on with it, mate.
0: Uh... 2024, heaps of signings already. Yes, Flegler, Farmworth, Dolphins, Whiten to the Bunnies, Young and Liu to the Roosters, Crichton to Bulldogs, Luke Brooks, Manly, Alamotti to Panthers, just to name a few. Who are the best out of those ones? We reckon.
3: Who's it going to be uh, any signing? Who's going to? Who, who's going to have the biggest influence on the, their team? I think Luke Brooks, boys, Manly. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Well, I think he's going to free up DCE huh? a bit more. Uh Sats? I think Flegler and Farnworth will have the biggest influence on the do- on, on all the songs. You can only pick one. Well, they're the same club, Flegler and Farnworth.
2: Yeah, but it says one. You can only pick oh, one. I can
3: only pick one of the Flegler or Farnworth.
2: I, yeah. I, was, well, say,
0: I was fine with two, but if you have to pick one. Okay, well, mate, gonna, why does it say one? I didn't write these ones.
3: It says can only pick one, and yeah. only is in bold and underlined as well. <laughs> I'm going to say Farnworth, Dolphins.
2: I'm going to say Flegler, Dolphins. No.
3: If the bunnies win the comp does that mean whiten but so yet, so you
2: don't like him in the centers they do you? you reckon he might struggle defensively oh i've just
3: watched him and i don't know whether he i don't know whether he'd shut off at the end of the year when he was defending in the centers at Canberra. i thought he got into no man's land a number of times and i think jace demetrio may coach that out of him um i'm not convinced he's going to play in the centers
2: okay mm. full back or five i don't know eight. i just i'm not 14? convinced he wouldn't play 14
3: no 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 i I'm not convinced he's going to play in the centres, but All anyway. Right. Watch this wh- space. I think Farnworth. What about Crichton at the Bulldogs? Yeah, it
2: will You can't them. pick everyone, mate. I oh, know. I'm just. Is that,
3: is that
2: but kind of I, you know what? Do the the X uh, in 2023? I never saw it. Mm. But once you leave that Penrith system, you're not the same, are you? You go and join another system. It's something about the club, and the system that Ivan Cleary has built.
3: Yeah, well, everyone's a Better player and a really good side, you know. It's um, you know, he's got Matty Burton who he's, he's got a relationship with. Um, but it's about it's not anyone I, who I, could... I like the Bulldogs, are sl- they're slowly. I like how Phil Gould and he said this from day one, we're not going to win the comp overnight. I just like how they're slowly, just slowly building the side. Now, next 10 years, I know will be the good, fans Phil. don't like love that, but I like how they're slowly just adding class to the team. Yeah. Clayton's class. Burton is a very good player. Like he's a Dallium centre of the year. Now, depending on what position is his best position, I think his best position is a thirteen. I think he's a better I think he'd be a really good running lock forward. Right. But at the moment, uh
2: yeah. Um Spencer Linu at Roosters will kill it, says Cam. Roddyo, question number two.
0: Uh state of origin, stay in Queensland and New South Wales or take it to other places.
2: I think we're both happy for it to go to other places. Sats.
3: I was once upon a time a Queensland, New South yeah. Wales man, but I only wanted to go to go to places where we feel as though the game will eventually have a pretty big footprint there. So if we're going to go to Perth one day with an NRL team, fine, take Origin there. Um, but
2: it goes to the highest bidder at the moment.
3: It does. Yeah, I've got to say, Perth, Amy Park, or well, what's it called, Amy? What's it called? That per- Optus, Optus Stadium. Horrible to watch a game of rugby league. Melbourne Cricket Ground, horrible to watch a game of rugby league. Adelaide Oval, horrible to watch a game of rugby Can league. Can you get
2: phone reception at Optus Stadium? or was that? <laughs> <laughs> just That's In good. light of things. I like really, that. You know, as a New South Wales supporter, and this is all I'll say, I want every game in Townsville. <laughs> right? It should go to New Zealand as well. Yeah, but. I'd love to see it played in Auckland.
0: It needs to be a rectangle. You, put, you, you have our oh, w- stadium, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, well, yeah i I'm starting to soften a little bit now. Like, I didn't like the idea of it going to Vegas, but I do now.
2: Yeah, so I don't like
3: Vegas. I do like that the game is being thrown into the bright lights. I do like that. So
2: then the argument's see where they're going to expand the game, so it goes to P&G as well, does it? Because it is the biggest uh, – they say the three biggest no, days of the to, year in P&G is state of origin.
3: Now you've got to have the facilities to be able to – Okay. To home a game of that nature. Well, they're
2: going to have an NRL side, mm. apparently. Two eight
3: zero Spencer Best Buy. I think I just said that, didn't I? Yeah, no, but you're not two eight zero.
2: Oh, yeah, right And finally, no, no, I no, Ren Cam's out. Cam said the same yeah. as well. All right, the last one. Quick audio on this one.
0: Mitch, why'd you miss the game the other day? Rested, has a body. All right. <laughs> I lost that argument. <laughs> right, so you, you wanted to play. Yeah, the World Cup game. I mean, the way we started the,
2: the campaign meant that. You know what I like about that? Mitch Stark is pissed
3: off. Yeah, it sounds like he's got a little he, bit of... Just Can you just play that again really quick? Just, I feel as though with the way he answers it, he sounds like he's got a little bit of... Yeah, there's a fair bit of disdain and, a, and anger about it. Play it again.
4: Mitch, why did you miss the game the other day? Rested. has the body? All right. <laughs> I lost that argument. <laughs>
2: right, so you, you wanted to play? Yeah, the World Cup game. I mean, the way we started the...
3: Yeah, there
2: yeah. seems to be a little bit of... So the question is, what is it? Uh, are we fans of resting players? Yep. Yeah, he wasn't rested. He was dropped. You reckon? Yeah. He's, he's had a – by his standards, he's had a bit of a rough trot at this World Cup. Do you think he would be under the impression
3: that he was either rested for yes. physical reasons? Yes. Do you think he'd – but do you think the coaching staff amongst have, them, they would be well, – we're going to tell him that we're going to rest him. But yeah. really, we need him to have a, a bit of a look at his game.
2: Yeah. I, I Yeah. Mm. He got dropped once before and did the same thing, Sats came back. But what I love about that, that audio, it's real. It's raw. It's real. He wants to play every game of cricket. About him, right? right, three burning questions. Looking back at 2023, the footy season sats, and News.com compiled their top 10 rugby league moments from this year.
3: Uh, But we think there might be some missing. Do you want to run through the list? Yeah, so this is there, yeah. As you said, Woogie, top 10 from News.com.au. Quite interesting about the... The top ten moments or performances, whatever it may be. Number ten was Sean Johnson's year and the resurgence of the Warriors. I thought that might have been a little bit higher, actually. Yeah. So, tenth. Ninth is Will Warbrick. His try in the 78th minute to snatch a win from the Roosters. I can't really remember. Him. He drinks full cream milk, too, remember? Two he does, yeah. yeah. He told us that. Kiwi boy. Number eight, the resurgence of Jermaine Osako, who was yeah. sacked by the Broncos and the Titans to go and become the NRL's top try scorer and point scorer. First person since Mal Meninga. Yep. Number seven, the Moses Leota second half performance <laughs> in the second half of the NRL Grand Final, and number six, Rhys Walsh's breakout season for the Broncos and state of origin game one and two. Well, you know the Broncos are playing seventeen
2: times yeah. in Queensland in twenty twenty four. Yeah, they've got the best draw.
3: Yeah, but they they got the most they got the most eyes on them. Yeah, but o- that
2: doesn't mean you should get the best
3: draw. No. They're scheduled for the most amount of free-to-air TV games. Yeah, because they are the one of most popular when it comes that to does, numbers.
2: But that doesn't matter though. if They play in Melbourne or Sydney, though, mm. does it? They Don't. get seventeen games in Queensland. Mm. Ten, only ten times they've got to travel.
3: Yeah, but when you say seventeen times in Queensland, I'm, yeah, I know you only got to go down the road to the Gold Coast and across the bridge to Redcliffe. But when you, and got you to, go to Townsville, but you go to Townsville. I mean, that's once. Well, that's a longer flight to Townsville than it is it's to Sydney. It's one hour and twenty minutes to Sydney. It is, but what, to one, one hour forty to Townsville. Yeah, it's, they usually schedule about a two-hour flight. Yeah, oh, about half. Yeah. do you know what you're saying? What do you actually?
2: But it doesn't matter whether you go north or south; you're still travelling. What about Melbourne? who have got to travel at least two hours every week. Yeah, or, every second week. What about what about Auckland? They've got to go through customs. Well, I think they're called the Warriors. But yeah, yeah I understand, right? I'm sorry, it is favoritism to the Broncos. Who else gets to play
3: 17 games in their own state? Number five, the Maroons retain the state of origin shield, and number well, four. How does that make the top 10? Well, just talking about how they retain it, how tough it is to retain and and win state of origin. Number oh, four, Kalen Ponga returns from a long stint on the sidelines. To get the knights here, nine straight wins into the finals, and of course a Dalian medal. Yeah, that was outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah. Now the top three for News Topcom, Number three is
2: the out. dawn of the Dolphins has arrived. An emotional day for many. Enjoy the ride, Dolphins fans. The Muscle King straight through. He's got support. They're looming up, and
3: there is that. The and that's of course Wayne Bennett. What he was able to do with the first year of the Dolphins, especially I don't that get first it, game, the first game against the Roosters. Right. Who at the start of the year everyone thought would be possibly playing in the grand final at the end of the year, twenty eight eighteen and absolutely bashed the roosters that day. So he even though you look at the 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 NRL ladder at the end of the year, you think, Oh, they didn't have that good a year. But when you look at their season as a whole, they I think they surprised a lot of people. I was one of them. They finished thirteenth. Yeah, they did. They did. Which I think a lot of people would have envisaged them finishing in that area from thirteenth down to seventeenth. But look what they finished in front of, right? Yeah. The Titans. Yep. The Bulldogs. They shouldn't have finished in front of the Titans.
2: No, they, maybe they should say they should have probably finished round 14th. The Bulldogs, who are terrible. The Dragons, terrible. And the West Tigers, a joke. So, I, I, yeah,
3: I don't know. Yeah, but that's when you look at the ladder at the end of the year. Throughout the year, they, they had some great performances. Only lost games by two points.
2: They did cop a lot of injuries, didn't
3: they? Yeah. Number two is Ezra Mamm.
2: It's a 17-year wait about to
1: end. Now Walsh. Cleary came out and Walsh went straight
3: through. And of course he scored three tries, yeah. In the grand final. In the yeah, grand that, final. Outstanding. That, that was pretty good. 5 of the year. And number one in News.com's top ten performances and moments in 2023.
2: Two plays left on the set. It goes to Cleary.
3: I mean, goes without saying, doesn't it? Do you know what? I, there, there is one play that I think has has really, you know, it's it's flown under the radar in relation to how important it was in the context of that grand final, when Stephen Crichton scored his try, where he, he said to Katani Stags Bush, "Get off me, I'm mm. going to score," mm. and then Nathan Cleary had to kick the goal from the sideline to, and yep. then in the end, I mean, if he doesn't get that goal, it goes to Golden Point. Yep. Um, but no one's really spoken about no. how important that kick was. No. But yeah, Nathan Cleary's grand final heroics. Is there anything missing from the list? I'll throw out one. I, I think this one from Origin 2. <gasps> Now the Sattler tackle. I, I just saw it as a skipper and yep. as a captain at Origin level. Yep, it was pretty good. Yeah, you know, the big moments in that those big games like, like Cherry Evans has played so many, so many origins, and also a much maligned player as well. Yep. Yeah, you know, to be able to come up with that play, which I thought was the play of the origin series. This is Off the Bench Summer Edition.
0: We'll be back soon. Welcome back. This is Off the Bench Summer Edition.
3: Just a schooner, thanks. And can you chuck on the Two Flogs Podcast?
2: Hello there, boys. <laughs> How good is it? Very good indeed. That's the intro to the Two Flogs Podcast. They
3: stole... that name should have been or oh, well probably more you. What do you mean? The one flog show. Oh, that's not nice. But
2: anyway, uh, this bloke, he's familiar with our listeners on SCN track. He's been on the punters, mate. Uh, It's Gibbo, Blair Gibson. Uh, He's joining us now. He's from the Two Flogs podcast. G'day,
3: Gibbo. Long time no see, mate.
0: Hello, gentlemen. Yeah, good to be on.
3: Good to be on. Hey, Gibbo, now 4.9 out of 5 rating on the podcast app. Okay, for the two Flogs podcast. Where have you let yourself down on the point one?
0: (laughs) I don't know, but I'm going to bash the bloke that pushed that button. (laughs) Gibbo
2: should join our whack pack. I know Mm. he should be in our whack pack.
0: (laughs) Gibbo, I can't believe it. Four point yes. There's always someone sour in there. Someone had to push four stars exactly.
2: What what's the podcast about, mate?
0: Uh, It's almost like Seinfeld um, about nothing. Curbs me, my, my offsider. Well, I'm I'm pretty much his offsider. He's he's a part time plumbing salesman and a part time comedian, <laughs> and could talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles. But he's just a funny, funny man, and uh, it's pretty much whatever pops in his head. We run off the back of it, but um, obviously being two flogs, we've got a flog line so that listeners can ring in, <laughs> um, and that that is my favourite time of the week. There is some. It, it, you have faith back in humanity when you hear some of the calls, and then they can ring up with their flog of the week as well.
3: Yeah. Well, so we know can you, nominate
0: anyone they want. We know so, what you mean,
3: Gibbo. we yeah. got, we got the whack pack, which are a very sp- special group on our show. But in uh, in saying that, you love your punning, you love your footy, your rugby league. So what comes first? Is it the the horses, or is it the rugby league, or is it 50 50? Yes,
0: yeah, it's, it's probably 50 50. Work wise, it's the horse racing, and, and that's. Probably, like, my passion growing up was always footy. Horses were probably just beside it. It probably took over 10 years ago and flipped the other way. But, um, yeah, at the moment, it's probably 50-50. I just, once you got that love for that rugby league, it's pretty hard to get rid of.
3: Now, there's one of the episodes which... um I found very very funny, but can you tell the listeners it's it's and I love your titles as well. I don't know who comes up with your titles, but it's called they're very us. It's called Kyogle Cousin Kisser.
0: It's where Kirby <laughs> finds
3: himself in a dog wash bath. So can you tell us a little bit, the listeners, a little bit more about that?
0: Well, the the co- Cousin Kisser. So he, the the big story behind that is um, Kirby's cousin is uh, was has, has been with her bloke for. A decade, I think, um, and they were getting married. So he's married. He's marrying Kurt's cousin, and he's never kissed her. What? He hadn't kissed Mate. his missus. Yeah. So, so, so <laughs> we've made a a thing of it the last uh, since January when we started that we're gonna get him to kiss her before the wedding or on the wedding night, and he still hadn't done it. And uh, we put up one of our our bucket hats that we you have to win. Uh, one of our competitions to win it. We told him we'd give him a bucket hat if he kissed her at the wedding. And he actually... Come on, that's ridiculous. Oh, my God. (laughs) Listen... Fair had had Never never kissed her.
2: Is this not an appropriate show for our listeners? Like our whack packers (laughs) would be right into this. Even
3: (laughs) even our blue collars, they'd be all over this.
2: Yeah, I don't know about our female listeners. Now,
3: you're referencing the title of some of your shows, The Moose, so... Who and what is the moose? So the moose's Hot Tub Orgy or Don't Pat the Moose?
0: <laughs> so so moose, moose is our producer. Okay. Um, but he's been unseen. He's, he's a professional man, but uh, he's the brains of the operation because we don't know what buttons to press. So he's still hidden at this stage. He wears a gimp mask. If we ever take a photo of him, oh, Jesus. Um, How good uh, is that? Uh, How I Matt,
2: mean, how's your agate? Is your agate okay? I noticed there was a an episode dedicated to your, your one of your agates, or, or was it both? Yeah,
0: yeah. That was a, that was yeah. No, it was one. That was actually a, a footy day of uh, would have been about two thousand. I think I was played a year of A grade in bar and um, got pushed backwards. And as the guy in front of me was falling down, the foot's gone up into the nether region. And, uh, yeah, that story pretty much ended with me at the RSL Club that night. It was that big and swollen. I couldn't fit it in the top of a schooner glass. <laughs> yes, right. you want to
3: lose the pain but keep the swelling. <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: That's right. Yeah. And the bruising. <laughs> hey.
2: Hey mates! Yeah, exactly. Um, let's talk about this big boxing day that you've got coming oh, up on the Gold Coast. I can't wait for this. Sats was ready to buy a table. <laughs> I was going to be front and centre on said table, but they're already sold out. So there's still tickets for sale. But you've got you've got this event coming up, which features can I can I say it, Sats?
3: It, little people boxing. You can't say the M word anymore. So little
1: people. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: we've got so weight, Yeah, we've got uh more statues, ant weight. Yeah, having an ant weight fight.
3: Uh, what else is on the card? It's not blind boxing, is there? Is no. uh,
0: there's a blind. Yeah, there's seven seven man blindfold fight. Oh, there'll be seven blokes in there. This is and this will be there's a tag team fight. There'll be a Queensland, uh, uh, New South Wales, possibly um, something like that. And then we'll have probably the eight the eight podcast
2: fights. Um, mm. Oh, so podcast
0: podcasts around Australia. Who's gonna fight
1: down?
0: Yeah, no, he didn't he, he didn't he didn't get in, but there's um yeah, there's about fifteen or sixteen podcasters that are all gonna be lining up against each other and in between we'll have those other ones, This the, is gold. yeah uh, uh, <laughs> it will be gonna be a, a, a long fighting night with um, a bit of comedy and that in between fight. There'll be plenty to plenty to watch.
2: Who is the bloke we used to get on all the time? Well, uh, yeah. uh, the podcaster. And we never, kn- we never knew his face. Don't even know his real name. You
3: know, he's from Sydney and you know, uh, I'll, I'll think of it while you keep talking. Yeah, okay. So this is at the Gold Coast Convention Centre, 27th of April next year. So you're saying the tables have already sold out for this?
0: Yes. Yeah, they they went uh, very, very quickly. This week they were released and gone. so. They're sort of getting finished up now, and then we haven't actually released the dates for normal tickets, but it should be uh, once we get this sorted, we'll sort of head in that direction and um, start selling them again. So I'm sure they'll probably go just as quick. So 27th of April, um, it's a while to go, but it will be a something to put in the calendar because I think it'll be fun.
2: What made you come up with it? Why, why the why the day of boxing? Is there a love of boxing?
0: Uh, just... Just, uh, just a, the company we started, Alpha Events. We just sort of friends with a few other blokes and, um, like the Alpha Blokes podcast. And we've we've sort of got together and thought this could be some sort of night. Lots of growing podcasts. It's um, as you boys know, you know, it's it's a, just a great medium now, and and uh, it's sort of a good community. Everyone gets along, which is um, well, most people get along. So we just thought something we could make work. You know, everyone's got their favourite podcast, so they can come and watch their bloke get knocked out or knock someone else out. Um, There's been a bit of chat about sponsoring the bottom of my shoes, actually, for when I get knocked out.
2: Good, mate. Love you, mate. Good to to chat with you again. Best of luck with it. And, uh, mate, feel free to come on Sports Day anytime, mate, and have a chat.
0: Mate, really appreciate that, boys. Great to have a chat. Time for a racing update for Racing Queensland. Racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Yeah, what's
2: gambling really costing you? Geez, it's hard to pick a winner at the moment. Uh, Nelson was telling us off the airsats about his, his tips he gave out yesterday.
3: I'm going to the Gold Coast races this Saturday.
2: Are you? Yes. I don't. No, it's next Saturday. No, actually both Saturdays in a row. I'm going next Saturday too. Mm, Did you good. know I'm, I'm your plus one? Mm. Be good. Hasn't been exposed yet. Might put on the good shorts. uh because you can wear shorts in the members. I think on the Gold Coast, you, you should be on at Flemington. Team. Yeah, uh, Chris Nelson. Hello, mates.
4: Good uh, afternoon, guys. I don't know if you can wear shorts in the uh, the members at the Gold Coast. They might. Uh... They might, they might not. I'm not sure. Mate, well, I... You have to check that. I don't want you to turn up and be turned away, Jace. Mate, I prefer terrible. to
2: hang out in the betting ring anyway where the real people are, yeah. not with these yeah. these anchors who are going into the corporate world like Scott Sattler. Get down in the well, ring. That's where it all is, isn't it, Nelson? Well, the only thing is you'll have to
4: pay for your drinks down there, Jace. So that might um, sway uh, you. <laughs> okay, now I'm out of there. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
2: uh, have we got a big weekend in Queensland this weekend?
4: We have got a big weekend in Queensland this weekend. We've got the start of the uh, summer racing carnival at the Sunshine Coast on Saturday afternoon. So 10 races there headed by the Maloolabar Cup and the Swiss Ace Plate later in the day. So, yeah, things kick off there and go right through until mid-January, of course, when we uh, race at the Gold Coast for Magic Millions Day.
3: What about regional areas this week? What are you looking You're at? Looking anything, for some... like a, anything like a bow desert or a... Or a clone. I, I can do like better that? than that. Yeah.
4: I can mm-hmm. do better than that for you, Sats. Yep. Uh, how, about, how about these three? No. Nah, Julia Creek.
3: Oh, yeah. Where's that? Long way out, Julia Creek. How many long necks well, is that? But... Oh, oh you, wouldn't right. be, you wouldn't survive. Okay. Yeah. Right.
4: And uh, it's a dirt track there. They're running the cup. I think that's a once a year meeting, Julia Creek. Mm-hmm. They're running the cup there on the dirt. Mount Perry, cup meeting as well.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay, yep. Mm hmm.
4: And you know where Roma is, of course. They're running yeah, their course. cup at Roma on, oh, really? uh, on Saturday. That's a, a $50,000 race, that one. And they're racing there on the sand. So that's a TAB meeting as well, that, Roma. So you can well, you get on of, those and watch them on the tally.
3: There's a fair few emergency sort of calls out that way, isn't there? they heading towards Roma with the fires currently as yeah, well. Yeah, I think there has think been. I think there are, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All righty. So, yeah, it's
4: so got- they're the, they, sorry, there's three meetings there. Sunny Coast I mentioned, uh, Aquis Gold Coast on the Poly. Uh, Polly in its last days until we get to the, uh, the grass on the 9th of December. And we race on Sunday at uh, Townsville. And I think I mentioned Toowoomba in the twilight zone. If I didn't, it's there, as usual. But nice. only five races on, Friday, on Saturday night at Toowoomba.
3: So give us some tips.
4: Okay, here we go. We go to the Sunshine Coast. A uh, bit of value here. Race 6, number 8, Mass Destruction. Uh, Tony Gollan's got a very strong hand here. Freedom Rally, Mass Destruction, but I like Mass Destruction at the better price. So, race six, number eight, each way. Uh, race seven, number eight, Cotty is in really good form. He's won his last two. He can make it three. Uh, race nine, number one, the Swiss Ace plate, Prince of Boom. Jace, you'll oh, yes. love oh, Boom his back. booms. Finally. Yeah. Prince of Boom is back, and I can't see how they're going to beat him. Uh, and we'll leave it at those three. So I think they'll all run really well. It's a, it's a cracking meeting. I just hope the weather does the right thing. Buy us and we get a bit of rain everywhere, but on the track.
3: Julia Creek races, you said, was that what day was that? Because my son-in-law, my son-in-law is up in Cloncurry, which is only next to Cloncurry. Your son-in-law? They, Saturday. Get, they get married. No, I just call him my son-in-law. <laughs> he's, mate, he's in love. I want him to be my son-in-law. He, he, you do?
2: Yep. Well, he's in love with Olivia's partner. Boyfriend. Yeah, he's got a man crush on him.
3: I have. Why? Oh, he's just a good lad. Good kid. And he puts up with Olivia. Yep. Yeah, he takes <laughs> Olivia off my hands. He may <laughs> force <laughs> Olivia to move out of home. So Mate, I don't think they're moving okay, anywhere, now I get you. He?
2: he asked if he could move in. So mm. I don't I don't think they're going anywhere, Sats. So I just think he's gonna have a bigger food beer. Mm. All right, listen, uh it sounds like a big weekend. We're counting down to the turf racing again at the uh the turf club on the Gold Coast, too. What's that? Two, three weeks away. So that's that's going to be yes. massive.
4: So can't wait for that. And if yes, and if you tune in to Sammy and I tomorrow afternoon on the punters, mate, we will have Ian Brown from the Gold Coast Turf Club, who's the racing manager, chatting about the grass good and man, uh, all things all things grass track. Brownie, yeah, he's a good bloke. Beautiful. So uh, we'll chat to him tomorrow
2: afternoon. Had me worried when you said you and uh, Sam Hyland talking all things grass. So I <laughs> uh, I do get concerned about that. Actually, I want to hear. This, I want to hear Sam Hyland talk about um, how he got out of jury duty. He reckons he's got a he's got, got a community service to tip winners, so that's how he got out of jury duty. You can't announce that publicly. A, oh, can't you? No, that's
4: gone now. Oh, well, no, what's there now? Yeah. What's <laughs> r-
2: gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. Nelson, have a wonderful weekend, mate. You two guys. All the best. See ya. Radio Satsi, there goes Nelson. I hope you have a good weekend, Nelson. Um, mate, what are you doing this weekend? Anything
3: exciting? I'm doing absolutely nothing, and on Sunday I'm putting a big slab of beef on my smoker.
2: Well, you know what's happening Sunday? What? It's happening on SCN as well, but it's also happening on your oh, TV the World,
3: screens. World Cup final,
2: mate. Before that, though, the two hours prior to that, we have got the Vegas Grand Prix. Exactly. Yeah. So we go five o'clock. To seven, Vegas. Is it street circuit or round? Yeah, it is, yeah. It is street circuit. The locals are whinging like yeah. you wouldn't believe. And then we've got the uh, the World Cup final with the cricket. So it's a massive weekend. Satsi, enjoy it. Thanks for helping out again. Tonight. I know you love doing this show with me. See ya. This is Off the Bench. Back Monday night, Sports Day. Check your local guides. It's going to be a, a ripper.